He's Tony Talks. This is Arnold Reasons. And this is the Reason to Behold podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up? All right, all right, all right. May the series continue. We're on the fifth part. It's not even the fifth part. No. Fifth chapter. Fifth chapter of After the Auto Call, which Tolu mm. is what? After the Auto is a book by Arnold Reasons, written in 2020-something. It is a book about <laughs> <laughs> about what happens after you answer the auto call of mm. believing in Jesus Christ as our Lord mm. and Saviour and mm. faith in Him. And what happens next? You know, you've mm. become a Christian. You may not really know what that means. So mm. what do you do next? After the auto call, we'll answer most of your questions, if not all of them. Hmm. And you know what? I'm not even just saying this because it's my book, yeah? Mm. But... If you know people who have surrendered, new Christians, old Christians, mm. dusty Christians, <laughs> shiny Christians, like, just get the resource in their hands. Mm. And I'm saying especially, it's not it's not just for new Christians, because even, like, even as we're reading through it, even for me as well, even as the person who wrote it, mm. like, the information is still speaking to me. You know what I'm saying and re resurfacing even thoughts that maybe I hadn't thought about when I wrote it as well. Um, there is something so in this yeah. book for everybody, definitely. So, that's a shameless plug. Go and I didn't write on Amazon, book, so <laughs> <laughs> you might have an affiliate link though. <laughs> uh, well, to be honest, bro, Christianity is like the biggest affiliate link ever, right? Oh my days, it is. So, and you even get rewards when you get to heaven. So, I'm bro, just saying. That's what I'm banking on right now, bro. I'm just thinking, <laughs> like, I, you know, and I, I, from time to time, I really do think about it, like how there are certain activities mm. that we may downplay here on earth mm. and not realize how much of an impact it will make in terms of your eternal rewards as a result mm. and i give you an example mm. just the other day a few weeks ago i was speaking with one of my nieces so rewind a few years back this particular niece has two other brothers one older brother one younger brother mm. i'd been spending a lot of time with her her older brother just over the years from when they were much younger mm. um like exposing him to stuff especially after i got saved as well trying to do the best that i could to give him exposure to the mm. to the kingdom and stuff and so in that process there were different things i gave him and one of the things i gave him was a book mm. and when I was speaking with this niece a few weeks ago, she reminded me of something that I didn't even remember. I didn't remember that I got him this book, but she said, mm. the book was in their house. Long story short, she ended up picking it up and reading it. Mm. I don't even think he finished it, by the way. Mm. Fast forward, 2023, she is running in this kingdom. Wow. Like, and running full throttle. Mm. And so what she was saying is that it was that book and some of the stuff that we were doing when I was looking after them in that time 
that started the journey that she went on. And I was surprised because I was thinking, I was here trying to work your older brother. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I guess it's just sometimes you really don't know. And that's another shameless plug by the book, put it in someone's house. You never know what might happen. But, um, <laughs> mm. but yeah, legit, like I, that wasn't actually, it wasn't, I didn't tell the story for the plug because I, you, you just don't know. And I, and even now, again, I don't even know how many people she may have already influenced in mm. her days already on earth. And I don't know how many more people she may influence in the years to come. I don't know who she's mm. going to become. I don't know what her reach is going to be like or what her, mm impact for the kingdom is going to be like but to know that i played some part mm. along that journey it's amazing bro it's in the, it's in the bank account mm-hmm. <laughs> you know all right should we start reading cool okay so chapter five children of the king when we become children of god everything changes literally everything we're a new creation with new habits new values and a new god nature see to second corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 everything about how we see life has to be different we were once blinded by the god of this age but our sight has been restored by the light of the world second corinthians 4 verse 4 and john 8 12 The miracle of sight for a blind person completely changes everything. It gives them the confidence to walk their steps out fearlessly. In the same way, our adoption into God's family as his children should cause a dynamic, noticeable shift in the way we approach life. Let's take a look from another angle. Imagine being a beggar, born and raised in poverty. You've never had much and only survived on the passing generosity of others. One day, the king and his convoy are passing through your city. As you see the convoy approaching, you start waving your cardboard sign, hoping to get their attention. The king gazes through tinted windows, through the tinted windows, and fixes his attention on you. He focuses intently on your sign, making out the words that it reads. Homeless and hungry, anything helps. Consumed with compassion, he orders his driver to pull over. In this brief moment, in this brief moment, everything changes in your world. He steps out of the car, stretches out his hand and tells you to come with him. With tears in your eyes, you take his hand, rise to your feet and wrap your arms around him. You've accepted his irresistible offer. You had no idea why he chose to be so kind and generous, offering to share his wealth and prosperity with you but you know this is an opportunity not to be questioned. So you leave your cardboard sign and everything behind and follow him into his car. You sit with him in the back seat, totally in awe, totally overwhelmed. The weight of the tears suddenly becomes unbearable. You take a deep breath and begin to weep. He offers you a tissue and reassuringly says, it's okay, you'll never go back to that life again. I'm taking you in as my son. This represents what's happened to us as followers of Christ. God has adopted us as his own. See Galatians 4, 4-7 and Ephesians 1, 3-6. Don't just read that last sentence and miss the depths of what, that, what this means. 
the sovereign creator of the heavens and earth, has adopted you into his family. You're no longer a fatherless, hopeless beggar. You've been welcomed into the royal family, so everything about you and your life has changed. But if we really believed this was true, then wouldn't our lives reflect this? Without a shadow of a doubt, let's take a look at a few examples. Peter. Peter walked, talked and lived with Jesus. When Jesus said that all his disciples would scatter and forsake him, Peter strongly resisted. Declaring his allegiance to Jesus, vowing to die if necessary to prove his loyalty. See Matthew 26 verse 8 to 35. But when the rubber met the road, he backed down, denying that he even knew Jesus. Matthew 26 verse 69 to 75. Compare this with Acts 4, where Peter was arrested and threatened, commanded to stop speaking and teaching about Jesus. See Acts 4, 1 to 22. He wasn't moved by the threats, and with John, he boldly declared, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than God, you must judge, for we cannot but speak of for we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. Mm. Paul Writing from prison with no earthly certainty of the future, Paul was unmoved by circumstances that would cause most to faint and fear. He had total confidence in God and his sovereignty. This is why Paul boldly declared, Yes, and I will rejoice, for I know that through your prayer, prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, this will turn out for my deliverance, as it is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be at all ashamed, but that with full courage, now as always, Christ will be honoured in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Philippians 1, 18-21 What about you and I? As God's children, our response to difficult circumstances should be different from our unsaved friends and families. There are countless examples that show this through the scriptures. We should respond confidently when faced by challenging situations. When most are afraid, we should be at peace. It's not that we pretend to not see or feel the situation. We acknowledge what's in front of us, but what makes us different is that we recognize that God is infinite, infinitely bigger. So we surrender what's in front of us to him. Refuse to walk defeated or weighed down by fear. By choosing to walk in our newly restored God nature, we're certain that we can trust totally in God's sovereignty. I think, um, I think that's that kind of analogy or the the story that you gave around being adopted by like the rich king mm-hmm. I think it's so key in understanding that we're moving to a totally different way of life yeah because yeah. kings don't live, live anything like how we live our lives mm. you know they we are people who are under authority and in so many ways they are the authority mm. You know, and as Christians, like we have the authority of of God that has been given through to us. Mm. You know, so we're living in a totally different way, and that's where you're saying, you know, as God's children, how we respond to difficult circumstances should be different. Hundred percent. Because we've got a totally different set of tools at our disposal. We've got different ways of thinking about things. One of the things that I love mm. about Jesus is that, you know, in the human minds, they would ask him questions, which they thought like either you answer wrong or you answer wrong. Like there's no way you can get out of this. 
and he was just like he had totally different answers or he had questions mm. that totally blew what they were saying out of the water mm. and it's like that that god factor that god option is always there and always available to us mm. hmm. yeah man yeah it changes everything man mm. and i think that is one of the one of the tactics that the enemy tries to play on is to deceive us and mislead us mm. into thinking that things are the same mm. because mm. if in my mind i go back to being the beggar Mm. I go back to the habits of the beggar. Mm. I go back to the the environment. Like I leave the palace, I leave the car, I go back to the place that I have always known. Then things do remain the same. Mm. The results do remain consistent with what I've experienced before. Mm. Right? But that starts by me, for one reason or another, not accepting or realizing or maybe forgetting or like being deceived into um disbelieving that things have mm. changed because mm. what we believe it like that that is the play right it's on what we believe and what we don't believe mm. because that's what will affect your reality so mm. if you believe that you have the authority you will use the authority which will change your situation yeah. if you yeah. don't believe it though you won't use it, so your, your situation won't change. And then it will prove itself to be true. Like, see, you didn't have authority. See, it was mm. just, just in your mm. head. And mm. that's why he goes for the belief. Because mm. if he can get the belief, everything else that cascades from that place will be different. Yeah, 100%. Like, even down to that example of the, the car, the king, and all of that kind of stuff. Mm. Like, if I believe, if, I, if I'm thinking, no, nah, he's not talking to me, he's talking to somebody else. Like, I'm not going to get up. <laughs> Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? straight i'm not gonna get in the car i'm not gonna i'm not gonna even partake of the benefits that might mm. be waiting for me inside of that car mm. inside of the palace like all of the stuff that comes after mm. hmm. because you're right it takes faith to even get in the car yeah hmm. Hmm. it's like all the all the various steps of faith you know, getting in the car, staying in the car, living mm. in the palace, you know, mm. what happens when you encounter something from your old life? Mm. You know, do you respond as your old self? Or do you respond as now someone whose life is different? Hmm. Hmm. You know, like when you're at dinner, do you feel like you're unworthy to be at the table? Or do you actually yeah. enjoy being at the table? <clears throat> You know, it's, it's very yeah, man. So, the one, the bit I wanted to read next was where it says, That's not realistic, is it? Page 169. Yeah. It says, I'm totally aware of how at times our initial reaction to life situations can be fear and doubt. It feels easier to yield to our raw and unprocessed emotions. But this is only returning to our old and dead nature. Looking at the Psalms, 
We, this, we see the same David who slayed Goliath reacting with lamentation and despair. Here's an example. How long, O oh Lord, will you forget? How long, O oh Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? It's long, Lord. When you said forever, I was like, forever, ever, forever, ever. <laughs> Whilst David's initial reactions expressed raw emotions and questioned how long God would forget him, he finished the psalm by saying, But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Mm. Psalm 13 verse 5 to 6. This is just one example of many where we can see that despite the fears and doubts that came in the situation, David continually placed his hope and trust in God. Even his expressed raw emotion showed that his mind was fixed on God. He did express frustrations, but as we see here, he concluded with a strong resolve. The sovereignty of God prevailed over his frustrations. Mm. And I feel like that is such a, such an amazing way for us to encounter problems and for us to deal with mm. our problems. And like you said, it's not to mm. pretend that the problems aren't there. You know, we're mm, not fake mm, faithing. Mm. No. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I recognize that there is a problem, that there is a mountain, but I recognize that that mm. mountain can be moved and cast into the mm. sea. Mm-mm-mm-mm. you know that God is fighting for me he's not fighting against me that the victory is there there's a massive mm. difference and I think it's so relevant as well because like if at th- this this whole kingdom is all built on faith have mm. faith mm. right and I think something that can so easily happen because of all of our enthusiasm about faith is that it can almost ignore the or it can almost it can almost it can almost lead to an attitude where we're almost trying to pretend that the feelings and the emotions aren't there. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? And it's yeah. it's I think one of the things that liberated me is the fact that he knows the truth. Mm. Like mm. he knows if you think exactly it and you feel you it, feel. he knows exactly. it. So let's just get the awkward elephant out of the room and just mm. say it, right? Mm. Because I think there's something healthy about like having those honest and raw conversations with the creator mm. where you express, I'm struggling. Mm. I'm having a hard time. Mm. Help me with my unbelief. Mm. Like, there's something about that because it's it's almost like it's a double play on the enemy because yes you're sp- expressing the raw emotion and feelings which may or may not be um rooted in a, a, a true perception or whatever else or not mm. It's, mm. it's it's irrelevant but the most important point is you're taking whatever it is that we are feeling mm. and by submitting it to him by expressing it to him it's almost like we're putting it under his submission and his leadership mm. and his rule. Mm. And that is the opposite of 
choosing to follow the lead of those raw emotions and thoughts because when we follow them what we're doing is we're putting them in the place that only he is supposed to sit yeah Yeah. it's literally his place and I've never thought of it like that before Hmm. that's amazing Thank you guys so much for listening to the Reasons for Whole podcast. Um, really, really interesting thoughts on that. Um, and we hope you guys, you know, process that, reflect on that, um, and that it really impacts how you how you approach any problems that you're facing. Um, so yeah, we thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.